Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Well, too wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. June 25th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450. Roll Call, I'll do it myself. Hope you're having a great start to your Friday morning. TJ Walker, Trevor Kelsey, Justin Kalen here to get you ready and going for your weekend. Beautiful, uh, nice, kind of relatively cool morning. Hope everybody's doing well. Trevor, how are you? Bro, call. I was I was didn't want to do it over you with the remote thing. I didn't know if there would be an echo or something. I was just I don't know why I'm being safe just because I just woke up and haven't come to my senses yet. I'm doing good though, other than that. How are you today, TJ? That's no different than a normal morning, I suppose. Uh, doing doing swell. Doing doing well. Uh, some volleyball action on my Thursday. Uh, multiple games. Subbed in for a team, and then we had our own game. Didn't start till 10 o'clock, which is way too late, again, to be playing meaningless and D-League beach volleyball. But it is what it is. Justin, how did golf go yesterday? I need the full breakdown, buddy. Oh, God. I don't. I just simply do not want to talk about it, TJ. It was <laughs> probably the worst round I've had in quite some time. I uh, just couldn't get it going, huh? But, but I will tell you, Old Capital, despite the bad play, Old Capital is still beautiful. Uh, it was in good shape. A great shape. Yeah, it is. It is freaking awesome. You got out there before it got too miserable outside. By the end of yesterday, it was really, really muggy out. But you got you you got to beat the humidity a little bit because you uh, left your job early. Remember? That's yeah. right. I I do remember. Yep. Had to yeah. go. I had to leave early yesterday, but you know, it's funny you say it's a pleasant morning out because you hate the heat, but it's 75 degrees this morning, DJ. Yeah, but it's just, you know where it's going to be. So it's like, That's ah, th- this feels like this, if this is the best we're going to get, I'm going to soak it up. I'm going to take it in, watch some of the, uh, watch, well, after the volleyball game ended, watch what was left of the NBA game, which after taking a shower was like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. And it was pretty much uh, over at that point. No, no, no real threat there. Told people you had to stand for this one, TJ. You should see you stood up for the wrong one in the series so far. And it did cross my mind, Trevor, that I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to say it's already so late. I'm going to see the end of this game. And then, of course, it ended up not being a great one. But that's all right. It heads to the weekend. I can stay up the next couple nights, not have to to worry about it. Or I can just not be a baby and and stay up during a, a work night, too. Uh, but that's what I did last night. So we'll see how how it comes off today. But the Clippers get the win. I told you all the money line on it. So uh, that that was nice to get a little victory finally. It had uh, it had been a little bit, but uh, back in the gambling game as well. So uh, I'm not sure what more we can add to it. But obviously the first topic on today's show, and text on in to the text line if you're unfamiliar with the show, uh, you text in, we read it, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. I already have a lot from yesterday, uh, which we're always really appreciative of. Trevor, you're a lightning rod, buddy. You come on the show, people have people have things to say. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm the KRC version of uh, Jalen Rose or, uh, or Stephen A. Smith or 
I guess the only difference is I'm a hack instead of being hacked. I didn't. I didn't the uh, the Jalen Rose thing. I didn't see that until this morning. Just kind of oh, you know really? wake, waking up and like going through and and reading stuff of just like what did I miss yesterday? Yeah, that was one I didn't know about. So that was a big deal. Like people were were really uh, getting after that. Uh, yeah, I guess you know. I mean, he, I, I I mean I shouldn't have been shocked. I mean, there, I guess there's reason to be surprised. Kevin Love would be on the USA team, but obviously his reasoning was. Different than, you know, just looking at Kevin Love and saying, why the hell is Kevin Love in Team USA? Uh, but nonetheless, he is, and Jalen Rose wasn't happy about it. And Twitter called him out on it. But at least Jalen Rose didn't say he was hacked. I'll give him he, – he stood by his guns, even though he couldn't say he was hacked because it was a live statement. But who knows nowadays? Well, that's the, that's the thing is when I heard everybody talking about Jalen Rose, what I thought was his clapback that he had on Jay Williams. Did you see that? Or did you I hear did, that? I did see that right before I went to bed. Actually, I was about I was about to crash around twelve thirty, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my 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 show prep for tomorrow, twelve thirty at night, before I'm about to go to bed." And for me, show prep is to go look at your and Rouse's Twitter account and see what you've tweeted about. Uh, I don't tweet, I, I don't tweet as much anymore, but I know uh, yeah, I realize that. But you did tweet that, and I watched that video. That was like the last thing I watched before I went to bed. So I, I went to sleep with a smile on my face because that, that was hilarious when he said that to Jalen. Yeah, so it's kind of like an up and down night for Jalen Rose. Uh, that that video was hilarious. Justin, can you go to my Twitter feed and play it? Uh, you know, I know that Trevor and I won't be able to hear it, but uh, we we need to we need to give the listeners give them a little background on what we're talking about here. Yeah, I got you here. Let's see. Until you do it in the playoffs. Point now. All right. He's going to play us 48 points in the Eastern Conference Finals. He is that guy. And I tried to tell my man Jay Rose, he kept gloating about how good the Bucks were defensively. Oh. I said if they played drop coverage, it was going to be a problem for the Bucks. Well, Before you talk, hold on. Let me break it down. Let me show you. Well, I got hacked. Let me show you <laughs> what I have meant. Professor Jay's breakdown. So you're going to see a little full court pressure here. There it is. And that's just kind of an all-time. Like that's an all-timer. And the best part is Jason J. Williams. You can tell is is pissed, but he just like shrugs it off and keeps trying to talk. Yeah. No, I mean he 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 may as well get used to it if you're oh, yeah. Jay Williams. Yeah. Uh, going back to Jalen Rose's comments, I, you know I, I don't know why Kevin Love is on the team for what it's worth. Like it, it's not a bad thing maybe to have a veteran and. Should Kevin Love be getting that many minutes? And if they are thin at, at, at positions, it's maybe the front court. But no, Kevin Love, of course, does does not belong on that team. But well, neither, neither is Jeremiah Grant. Sure, that that you know that's not the that's not the first time you know Christian Leitner didn't belong on the dream team. It's not the first time that they've kind of put players that you've scratched your head on why they made it or why they didn't make it. Uh, I don't really have an issue with with what Jalen Rose said. You can make a case that. Oh, if shoes on the other foot, it's a bigger deal. Well, then let it be. That's who who cares? Um, Honestly, just, I don't think I don't think it's really worth. I, I don't think it's worth any sort of outrage, in my opinion. But teach their own, I suppose. Oh, it's worth no outrage, and it was barely worth a trend, a trending, a Twitter trend yesterday. But and I'm glad it was barely worth it because it's kind of like what I said with Shannon Sharp yesterday, and kind of not not Jay Williams's tweet because that was just Google ignorance, but. You know, it's. I feel like this. If that was something Jalen Rose saying just to try to get the trend on Twitter, like, does he really mean it? I don't know, maybe, but probably not because he probably just wants us. The ESPN tells these guys, hey, just say something. You know, don't don't be over controversial. We want you to say something to make Twitter trend. 
And that's something to get to trending on Twitter. And it did for a couple hours, and then it was dead. And it moved on. And I'm sure maybe it'll come back up when the Olympics actually start. But, I mean, it's – who really – I mean, does it – yeah, it didn't – it wasn't anything huge. It didn't really matter. Yes, you're right. Kevin – like you just – we both said, Kevin Love it should be questioned for being on the team regardless of race. But he's not the only one because the team – Beyond like you know Booker and Durant basically just comes off as kind of the B-rated All Star team anyway. I mean, it's I, I don't even I, the, I, I the U.S. the USA team is a B-rated All Star team. Yeah, Jeremiah Grant, Dr- Draymond Green, and Kevin Love are just like fan voted uh, All Star guys. Well, you yeah, know, but- the, I mean, there's you know, there's like nine really good players. If you if you have an issue with those, uh, there was there was a couple others I was on there going okay. Zach Levine's a, a borderline All Star guy. Who I mean, you want to throw on the All Star and the Olympic team because like seven ten to ten other guys said no, that's fine. Grant's a guy who just put up decent numbers on a twenty win team. Uh, who is the who is some of the others on the team? I forget. I'm trying to blank now. I don't have it written in front of me. Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Bradley yeah, Beal, Jason good. Tatum, Devin good. Booker, good. Bam Adebayo, True good. Holiday, Chris Middleton. True Holiday's a borderline All Star guy. That's just on the team because 10 other people said no. Trevor, that might be like an A minus team. I mean, that's not a B team. No, that's, that's most, a most of these guys are, if they're lucky, one or two time all stars coming off the bench. Well, they, they wouldn't be on this team if if the LeBrons and the James Harden that's what and I the said. Kyries. Yeah. These, these are the guys you went to after 10 to 12 people already told you no. Yeah, but I mean, it's not a B team. It's still an A minus team. We're still going to roll through the Olympics. How many more letters do you got to go down after twelve people? I mean, Kevin on. Durant, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, at Bam Adebayo, Chris Middleton. That's damn good. I mean that that's going I mean, Middleton, to that's Middleton, that's going to beat the second place team in the Olympics by fifteen points. I mean, Bam's and Bam is. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying Bam deserves, but Bam's also kind of like okay, you could just probably. Bam's one of the several guys you could probably put on there and not miss a beat. I mean, Bam's a, a Bam's a great he's a, player. He's a good player, yeah. I, I think that you're if it's not like the top ten dudes in the NBA, you could kind of have the same take that you that you have. We are talking about the Olympics. Shouldn't it be the top of the top? It, 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 I mean, for the most part. Well, I think your take would be better suited as why don't these people want to represent their country? You should have that take instead. Because that the, the the starting five on this Olympic team is really really good and would hold their own against other starting fives in the Olympics. Not saying that they would beat every single one of them; they would not. But that that would be a pretty tough team to beat. No, and, I mean, and the and the main five guys you mentioned, I am not going to argue shouldn't be on shouldn't be worthy of an Olympic appearance. I'm just that's saying, good. I'm it's it's going to be fun. Like, like I'm I'm excited to watch this team. It doesn't seem like you yeah. are as excited, but that you're you're entitled to your own dumb opinion. I, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I just, I, I, I'll accept that insult as my opinion's dumb, but the, but I'm not. It just, no, it's no, rare you, 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 you are right that there's some players on there that when they were asked, they probably should have been like, hell yeah, I'll jump on this opportunity to play in the oh, yeah. Olympics. But, uh, but I do think that you still have some really, really nice players, and it's going to be a team, like Justin said, that's probably just going to dominate. I would like to say it would dominate, but. I mean, I can't say. I mean, I, I, I'd be honest with you. I have, I've had so little interest in Olympic basketball in the last, I don't know, five or six times they've been out there. That, I mean, they have they won gold last time, right? Did they not? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I can assume and hopefully hope they assume they did. When's the last time the USA didn't win gold? Was it still like the 08 team or something, I think, or something like that? Oh, the 08 
08 team was dominant. Yeah, the 08 team was really, really good. That's what I'm saying. I can't remember. The 04 team was that bronze disaster year. Yeah, okay. With yeah. old LeBron's James. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I was obviously. I knew it was one of the 2000s that, that, that had the, the total kind of, I don't want to say meltdown, but similar to what led in 88 Seoul, which led to the professionals actually being sent in 92. When we got pissed, we came in, in, in third place in 88. Aside from the dream team, that 2008 team might be the best Olympic team we've ever had. Oh, I, I, the, the old legend, if you've heard me on radio, if you've been listening to me on radio long enough, was the 2012 team is one I got on the infamous argument with Pat Forty about. (laughs) That 2012 team was dominant. Oh, the, uh, the 12 versus 92 team, they got, they got TJ blocked by Pat Forty and, and, uh, and just, just basically shunned by his big J, uh, gray haired, uh, counterparts. That, that wasn't a, uh, that wasn't what got me blocked from Pat 40, but that's, <laughs> we were at, we were at a bar just having a good old time. Just a couple of dudes throwing back beers. We started talking about that. He was so offended. Uh, he, he, he got up from the bar and, and left. Uh, uh we, we got up and from a remote, me and Dugan didn't left you. We were so mad. We left him rocks more. I think it was like the, the, the only issue with that 12 team, and it is true, it, it, it is true, is Tyson Chandler. But you have to remember Tyson Chandler in 2012 was just a dominant defensive player. He was like Rudy Gobert if Rudy Gobert didn't have, uh, you know, if Rudy Gobert actually had hands on offense. I wouldn't uh, go as far as to say he was dominant still in 12, but he was still He was. Good. He was a, he he was was a great defensive player. He was a great defensive player, great defensive player and good rebounder. And on oh, that team – that team, good. That that's fine by him. You know, you big seven foot one dude. Uh, let me go on with that twelve team real quick while we're on the subject. Kevin Durant, which you could kind of make a case uh, in his prime, or yeah, I don't know. Kevin Durant's been good for such a long yeah. time. He really gets overshadowed in the best of all time debates. No, he's not the best of all time, but goodness gracious, he is a. He, in most generations, he'd be the star player, and in this one, he's kind of. He's been right there. He's been maybe number two, and now he's coming into number one. He's easily the best player in the NBA right now. Well, that's yeah. that's what I said the other day. If he avoids injuries, no doubt he passes LeBron years ago for the best player in the NBA. Well, Durant's been the second best player to LeBron for the last probably almost 10 years anyway. Absolutely. And the only reason he's probably not even – he's barely passed him now is just because Durant has – Durant has doesn't have the one thing LeBron does, and that's just kind of that killer instinct. Durant's kind of more that laid back – you know, I'll just join two other guys to, so I don't have to feel the pressure type of well, guy. That's well, a, I think some uh, game, I mean, we saw some playoff games where Durant just completely well, took over and won the game for his team. I do think he has a killer instinct until he doesn't, which yeah, well, kind of which kind of proves your point in a different way of saying it. Uh, let's continue on that team. LeBron James in his prime, that awesome. you know, that, that that's tough. To, that That's going to make you pretty dominant right there. Russell Westbrook, in a, you know, probably in his prime as well. Yeah. Uh, Darren Williams, which, you know, that's not too much to get excited about. He but was a little – injuries had already kind of taken a smart toll on, on Darren. That was about his eighth year in the league. So, yeah, he was – Andre pass, but uh, Andre Iguodala in his prime, which was good. You he know, that was a really good player. Obviously, you had Kobe at the end of his prime, so it's not it's not really the Kobe you may think, but still Kobe Bryant. Kevin Love in his prime, which was good. James Harden. In his prime, probably, which was good. Chris Paul in his prime. Anthony Davis, far from his prime, just as a young little kid. And then Anthony, who I say is the best USA basketball player of all time. People argue with me all the time on that, but look up the stats. 
going strictly USA basketball stats. That dude was just an absolute machine. You bring in the three-point line a little bit closer, and he became like a 70% three-point shooter. He was awesome, too. So, yes, I do think that 2012 team is unbelievably good. And, yes, I think that they could absolutely – if Pat Forty wants to suck it, he can suck it. Uh, the only issue I have is just that I don't – and I, and you can throw stats at me and everything all you want to tell me I'm wrong. It's, but it's not going to change my mind probably, so we won't go through it. But I'm just not – I've just never been, even at that point in their careers, as high on Westbrook and Harden. Yeah, that's fine. I, under, I, I understand. And right now, you know, I'm not high on them as players. Oh, no. But no. We're, we're, we're talking – and it's crazy to say this, but we're talking nine years ago. I know. I, it's, it's, you're right. You're right. It's, and, in fact, it actually in, this, in that gap between – Harden probably became a better overall player in, in the time between now and, and when he played then. But even, even regardless, yeah, I just I've just never been that big on either one of those of those guys. So, but I, yeah, I mean LeBron and twelve Durant, Durant and Kevin Love, the two mainstays, I guess. Uh, Durant and Durant and Durant and, uh, and and LeBron in two thousand twelve though are just is total domination. I mean, at, at the best of their. They're both at the peak of their game for two guys that are actually, despite what the NBA Basketball Hall of Fame has very low standards, are legitimate Hall of Famers. Speaking of Westbrook, did you all see the All-NBA teams and that he did not make one? This man put up a triple-double, and it's become so normal that he didn't make an All-NBA team. Um, that is, that, that's that's pretty well. That's a that's a little surprising. The, the problem is, is that the, the way the NBA has been over the last 10 years, the, the way the game has progressed, the guard position is so easily to, I don't know if it's easily dominated, but is the position that's just is so dominant because of the way the game style is now that it, it's the same thing when you argue Mike Conley never made an All Star team. Who else is I mean, who just, else is averaging a triple double for a season though, Trevor? Oh, nobody. I mean, well, I mean, nobody. Oscar Robinson, no, but I mean, didn't James Harden nearly do it just a couple of years ago as well? I know he didn't finish it with it, but he didn't he finish just short of a triple double himself. I don't recall that, but he didn't finish with the triple doubles. No, point. he didn't. I mean, obviously, Russell Westbrook does this every single year, and it's become well, it so normal. Year. It's become so normal for him. They don't even give him all NBA team. I'd be so pissed if I was him. So ticked, says Justin Kalen. Hey, I want to talk. You know, this this is a good spot to go to a break um, because people probably weren't anticipating 2012 versus Dream Team Olympic debates to start their Friday show. Damn you, Jalen Rose getting us down this rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, we went deep. We This was a weird – we went here and then we went there, and I don't even know how we got on NBA in the first place. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break a little earlier than we normally do. We'll come back, and then we got to talk about Governor Andy Bashir's executive Whoa. order with name, image, and likeness. We'll talk about that, what it means for UK. Yet comments from all the coaches, except I don't think – I don't know if Nick Mingione even – I don't know if they released his statement, but they did release, they did release all the other coaches. Stoops, LZ – Cal Perry, so I'm not uh, I'm not 100 percent sure, but was, let's was go Jody's to a break. Statement, was Jody's statement. All right, guys, I bet you want to come back now, right? Huh? Huh? Come on back now. Oh man, uh, we may. I, I'll get. Don't don't get me into I another Mingione rant. Okay. Let's go to a break. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Trevor Kelsey, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back.
Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. No shirt, no shoes, no tie show. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker, Trevor Kelsey, Justin Kalen on your Friday morning. We appreciate you spending it with us. And whether it's on podcasts, listening live, uh, we, we're, we're very thankful. We're thankful for Salsaritas, too. I've got a shindig this weekend, and we're getting Salsaritas catered, and you should consider it, too. If you've got your own shindig, get-together, picnic, cookout, pool gathering, Salsaritas makes it so easy. And when you're trying to feed a lot of people, simplicity is key. That's why the app, you go on there, you can order catering if you'd like. You can order huge orders, family packs. It's all right there. Or you can call. You can call one of their two locations in Louisville, Middletown, or St. Matthews. But highly recommend downloading the app, ordering for your get-together. Maybe it's just you're, you're, you're watching the game with the fellas, and it's only going to be six or eight people. But you know what? Basketball games, the last 90 seconds may take 33 minutes for all you know. <laughs> you're going to load up on those wildly addictive chips, the hot and spicy salsa. You can get some of their seasoned, delicious, juicy meats, steak, chicken, their beef. I think they had a pork uh, last time I was there, which wow, was pretty pork. good. So good. They, 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 they've got it all at Salsaritas. Again, Maybe you're not catering, but you just want lunch for one. That's perfect. Go to say, go to their St. Matthews location on Hubbard's Lane or go to Middletown on Shelbyville Road. Middletown has a drive through which makes it easier. And just remember to download that app because it's really going to save you some money and it can certainly save you some time. We love Salsaritas. You will, too. What you, the best. What you need to do, and this here's a little fantasy football tip for you. If you're hosting, get Salsaritas because nothing will distract the other players more than having to think about, okay, do I want to draft this guy or do I want to go get some more chips off the table? That's and, true. And that, that is, I mean, that's the best fantasy football advice I can give you is get Salsaritas to cater. That way you've got an advantage. You, you eat first before everybody gets there. And then while they're sitting there thinking about fighting, you know, somebody else to get to the last of the steak or the chicken on the table, you're thinking about what player you're getting. There you go. That's That's the advantage you need. And that's that's what it's all about when it's all said and done. Speaking of and, getting advantages. Yeah, and speaking of it being all said and done, uh, we have Governor Randy Bashir signing an executive order which uh, goes to uh, which will take it takes effect on July first. And now Kentucky's got uh, they've got some guidelines for the name image and likeness. And they're ready to rock and roll. The University of Kentucky, the University of Louisville, Western Kentucky University, their athletic departments can now start planning for for everything, for how we can set it up, for you know what we can do, what we can't do. These other states that don't have this, and this is funny because you know up until yesterday, this was Kentucky. Tennessee and a lot of these places in the South, they have had stuff set up, and we had talked about it. Kentucky was, was falling behind. We had told you that this week that this was that it was going to get taken care of. We didn't know the extent of how it was going to be taken care of. But when everybody was kind of telling you that people at UK were panicked and whatnot, I don't believe that was true because everybody knew something this week was going to get settled. Now, that being said, I'm happy that it did. And hats off to, to Governor Andy Bashir. I think uh, 
any governor would hopefully in the state would have done something like this, but he was the first governor to do an executive order with the name, image, and likeness. And, you, you know, he did it. And that's all at the end of the day that we should care about and be happy about that they, they took action. He worked with people from UK, he worked with people from UofL, and they worked quickly to make this happen. So he does deserve certainly some credit for, for seeing this through. Kentucky, the first state with an executive order. Now the athletic departments will know what they can do, what they can't do, because all these other states, if you're wondering where things stand, if they haven't passed something like this, and I think Kentucky becomes, I don't know, like the 13th state to do something like this, maybe. Are, I believe, yeah. Yeah, I could just be making that number up too. No, you I, know. Think, I think I think I think I read yesterday in the article. I think it's a. I think it's. A, I think you're right. Thirteen. It's in there. Twelve prior. Yeah, it already had like July first or something. Is this is that day? Yeah. Yeah, something along those lines. But the other states. So what they. So the NCAA has said, listen, come July first, nobody's going to have this insane advantage of like we can't do it at all. And you all can do it. Uh, as long as you all want to do it as universities, come July 1st, the NCAA, we're going to have something in place. The issue is, so with like an athletic program, say Indiana right now, because uh, their their state hasn't done anything up to this point. And I'm sure, and, and this is going to, you know, all states I think are going to do something similar. May, maybe not all of them, but yeah. the majority. But, where, but, but the thing is, you are, you know, July 1st is right around the corner here. And the, the thing to remember with some of this stuff now under a week is that IU doesn't know what the NCAA's guidelines are going to be. They they don't really have a clue, according to people that, you know, the, the people with the NCAA sources. NCAA has an idea of how it's going to look, but specifics have not been drawn out. That's true. So IU and their athletic department, when they're trying to figure out presentations for name, image, and likeness and how they're going to be able to sell this stuff to recruits and what it's going to look like for their current student athletes, they don't know. They they don't they don't know. Kentucky now knows, and we do have some of the specifics. Justin, I brought up by you. I think it's only fair though. Anything you want to add to that before I kind of get into some of the specifics of what we know about UK? No, I mean no, I mean I just I knew that Indiana hadn't passed anything, and from everything I've heard, I don't even know that it's that close um, to getting anything signed like Bashir did. So no, I mean that's that's really all I have to add. I don't I don't know when to expect that. I don't. I don't know really anything when it comes to Indiana and the nil rights. I mean, the one thing with Indiana or any other state, I would assume that you can almost look at what Kentucky and the other states have done and just kind of assume that's what you're going to be facing Yeah, when your state does decide to finally do it. And I wouldn't be shocked if you don't see it kind of – I mean, yeah, it's kind of cool that Brashear being the first to do it, but, I mean, I think it's inevitable that you're eventually this is going to be – it was a matter of kind of playing chicken, I guess, amongst the governors because somebody was going to do it first, and, and, and I think you're going to see it kind of flood open between now and maybe in January, in July first, or right after the first. Well, the thing the thing is here is yes, it's going to happen, but it, it is an advantage, even if it's just for a couple of days, yeah, just, just for a couple of weeks. It is an advantage to be able to have your ducks in a row. Uh, Jalen Duran, supposedly, I know it always gets Justin all worked up when we say it like that. Uh, Jalen Duran, when he visited Memphis, supposedly, and this is coming from Travis Kraft of CatsIllustrated.com. He does great, great work for Cats Illustrated. He said that he was blown away by Memphis's name, image, and likeness presentation, and it was really well done. And this is from inside sources, but supposedly it was just really, really good. So, hey, if Memphis can blow him away with name, image, and likeness, then Kentucky, especially given – because he's visiting UK next week, supposedly. But Kentucky, given time to prepare – and now knowing exactly what they can and cannot do, 
Oh my lord! Like it, it, it should be. It should. It should blow recruits away. Like this is good news for UK folks. Uh, Kentucky should be at the top of this. That was kind of Calipari's sentiment. Is we've all always been ahead of the curve and we'll continue to do such with this uh obviously some recruiting mumbo jumbo and all that stuff but mm-hmm. still Kentucky, this should this should only continue to help uk and now with roy out and k on his literal last leg and tom izzo says he's not too far behind cal could kind of be the the godfather figure of college basketball for the next few years until he says he wants to turn out the lights himself. So, well, don't forget there's still Jay Behan still, still, still kicking. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't push him in yeah. the coffin door just yet. Man, I, I just, again, you know, I think Roush and I always disagree on our thoughts to Syracuse as a basketball program. I, like, think that it should be considered one of the better jobs in college basketball. Not the best, but one of the better jobs. And I think it's, like, a super basketball-hungry part of the state and the town and all that sort of deal. Roush thinks it's just a junk job. But the difference – but the thing is, Bayheim's just dragging it to the bottom. Who knows what it's going to look like the more they keep hit letting him coach. If I was a Syracuse fan, I'd be so done with Bayheim, it wouldn't even be funny. If I'm well, a Syracuse, I, I was going to say, Justin, if I'm a Syracuse fan, the only thing positive about I would think would be, well, look at UConn. You could say the same thing a little bit about Calhoun, kind of dragged his feet near the end. And then we got, we got lucky with – yeah, well, I mean – Calhoun won a championship in 2011. I tried did, didn't he? No, we missed. He was good. It's like he's, he's getting, he's getting great I, recruits. I guess I just think, well, because Alan Drummond was on his last team, yeah, but they were a nine seed. They were a nine seed, yeah. yeah. And that team, they just never really clicked or meshed or whatever. Well, no, Drummond, I know. Drummond was an he, NBA player. He's not a college uh, player. Calhoun was getting really grumpy and like more, more, you know, crotchety. So, which is that's similar to Bayheim in that regard. <laughs> but that's just that's just being old, you know. You just get meaner. Uh, I TJ, I, I can kind of, I can kind of see both sides of your all's argument because I think Syracuse is the program that you think it is because of Jim Beheim. No, well, no. you can say that about a lot of coaches in school. No, I no, the, I mean, I may, maybe Justin, but I'm talking about like they've got, they've got awesome fan support, and if Absolutely. the awesome fan, if the awesome fan support is because Jim Beheim has won one championship in 40 years, then, then even more credit to the Syracuse fan base. But I think if you got a team that actually was consistently good, and and Jim Beheim has made those Final Four runs, but it's always with those like 12 seeds or 11 seeds where it's like, okay, you know, they're it's fun to have those runs, but you also kind of were hoping the regular season would have been better too. So uh, anyways, I don't, I don't mean to get on Jim Beheim here. <laughs> That's my bad. I brought him up. I'm sorry. Talking governor Bashir. So here's some of the, the details, no pay for play. Uh, yeah, so right. th- th- this, th- these are so- these are some of the rules that go in with it. No, uh, no pay for play. Your Kentucky universities are going to be able to say no if if a player says, "You know what? I'm I'm starting my OnlyFans account." You could have UK say, "Eh, I, I, I we're not we're not comfortable with that. We're going to go ahead and kind of void this this agreement that you have." And they have every right to do that. I don't know if that's going to get people all sorts of worked up. Oh, you got to let them make whatever money they can. This is too restrictive. But the schools do have a right to kind of put a, a, a not so fast. So if it's like a beer company. Um, you know, luckily they, we won't ever have to worry about pot being legal in Kentucky, but theoretically, if it was like a, a pot company in Kentucky and UK or Mitch Barnhart didn't feel comfortable with it, they could say no to that. So make of that what you will. I don't really have 
too much thoughts on it. No pay for play. So what that means is you're not going to be able to have U of L say, we're going to give you $5,000 to come here. I know they've done that in the past, but they can't do it anymore. Or it's continued to be illegal, I guess is what I should say. And, uh, it would prohibit they, – they can't do endorsement deals that conflict with the school. So what that means, I'm not sure. I don't know if that means that, like, you can't do a Pepsi deal if Kentucky's got a sweet endorsement with Coke. Correct, yeah. Uh, that's what that means, yeah. I think that, I think that that's probably an example of, of, uh, of that. And then this was reported by Eric Crawford, but – the the athletes have to disclose their contract yeah. information endorsement deals with the universities so there is going to be a little transparency with it it's not going to be like the complete wild west basically what this shows is you kids you crazy kids you go out there and you get your money we're happy with it the only thing is we will we'll sign off on it just to make sure it's okay but we're not going to be too restrictive with this stuff and two it can't be a conflict of interest with the university besides that you go crazy and i think that's fair i don't think that's asking too much i don't think that's too too restrictive to the student athletes i don't think that's asking too much from the universities i think if we want to try to have some guidelines here where like it's not pay for play and we know where the money's coming from. I think that's the best way to go about this, at least from what I've seen. Maybe there's a better example out there that I haven't heard of, but I think that that's a good way to kind of keep things in control is make, make sure the, the schools are signing off on this stuff. And besides that, I don't really think there should be a cap put on any sort of dollar amounts and, and let's see how this experiment goes. I'm excited. Uh, well, one, I, do disagree with the fact that I don't there should be I think there should be a cap at some somewhere drawn with when and we'll see that when the incident blade maybe finally I don't know in 12 years decides on something at that point but I mean I, I I did love the the cuteness of them just reminding us it's not pay for play I mean it's like that's that's great I mean I can tell you the sky is orange but it doesn't mean it's true I mean this is yes it's not officially a pay for play but this is about as Basically, them saying, "Okay, you can't pay the guy strictly directly, but you know, if the young if the young company wants to give him fifty grand, hey, that's cool. You know, I mean, it it, it is going to be a a lot of schools. When I say a lot, I mean your Power Five conference schools, especially, are going to use this as a pay for play, and they're going to be and they're going to be smart about doing it. At least I'd hope so. Some are probably stupid about it, but majority of them will be smart because, as you mentioned at the top of the show, that Rule one, Kentucky, other states are getting, you know, they know the guidelines. They know where they can work around the perimeters now, at least, and what they're allowed to do. And when it comes to, like, clearing it through the school, I mean, I, like, if, if, if a certain, like, smaller schools may have more issue with that, I think. But, like, your Power 5 schools, Louisville, Kentucky, and so on and so forth, most of those guys, if, you know, player A, you know, the sophomore A wants to say, hey, I'm I'm doing this only fan, and the school's like, yeah, no, we don't. How much are you making on that? Oh, like eight grand. And you know what? John, you got a car dealership, right? Yeah, yeah. Give him 10. Drop that OnlyFans thing, guy. And, that, and I mean, that's just the way to get around that. And I'm sure the kid will be like, okay, cool. Well, and that's what I'm thinking, too, is the schools are going to be able to get away with this pretty easily. I mean, you go, you got a recruit coming in, you go to Coil Chevrolet and say, hey, we got so and so coming in. You want to throw him an endorsement deal of $20,000. To pretty well, well ensure I, that he comes out. I, I, I think I to me, to me, it's going to get pretty shady at times with this NIL rights. You're going to get shadiness, but I don't think it's going to be as badly as recruiting as it is 
I mean, you're you can a little bit. I don't think it's going to be as is as, as Wild West as TJ and everyone else is going to describe it as like S, the SMU documentary you watched or anybody's followed what happened with SMU in the '80s. But I think you're going to see you know a, a similarity to that where guys you know are going to come. Schools are going to promise a, a recruit instead of saying you know you can get playing time here and we'll get you to the NFL or to the NBA. I think I think football is going to be hit by this a little more than the than basketball, especially if they get rid of the one and done rule. But they're going to say, "Hey, you come here. You if you're a you know a guy that starts for us, whatever position you play, you're going to get. We're going to guarantee you're going to be you know on the billboard somewhere with one of the three dozen you know corporate sponsors we have. And I also wonder. I'm curious on you know TJ, you're, you've been a season ticket holder, and anyone has. You know, when you get season tickets, a lot of times you go, okay, my season tickets are here for this much. But, hey, the school says if I donate this much, I can move up eight rows. I- I'm wondering how much more now going forward is that donation ticket money going to just be like, okay, instead of donating to move your tickets up, how about, hey, you you own a pharmacy, right? Hey, we, we got we got three, we got a small forward over here. You got a free Thursday. Then how long I'm doing an autograph session for you? Well, that's a that that's interesting in its own right too, and I wouldn't doubt one bit if that's conversations that happen behind closed doors or in ticket offices and athletic departments alike. This this is it's it, it's a it's the great college experiment. It's the great I, I you know it's I, I feel messy for a while. Oh, I, you know it and it, it it may be, but I don't think it really has to be. I, I think that li- like that's why you know why, why put a cap on it if. If Toyota wants to blow all their money, you know, I, I I made a joke with like my friends that like, you know, if businesses aren't care- careful, like I, I, you know, I could imagine this little like mom paw shop in, in, in northeastern Kentucky, they blow all their savings because they wanted to sponsor Dante Allen, but Cal's just screaming at them, not playing them. And boom, the mom paw shop goes, uh, goes under because Dante Allen's career at UK doesn't go yeah. the way that they were hoping for. Like, you know, if, if play, if businesses want to blow their money on student athletes and they think that, you know, this is, this is capitalism and I'm fine with it. I, I don't think you have to have a cap on it. And you know what, if schools kind of want to go behind their, if they want to go behind the scenes and say, listen, we really want this recruit. We are you looking for an? We think that we could kind of nudge them your way with an endorsement, but the money's got to be right. And the company says, you know what, we'll do it. Who cares? Like I mean, you know, it, and I was, that was going to be my point, Trevor. Before yeah. you kind of went on your tangent, you brought up a lot of good points and made me think about some different things. Do how many people do we think are out there? Percentage of college sports fans. How many people do we think are out there that like hate this? Like who, you know, who is bothered by this? Do you, cause you know, five years ago, you probably would have gotten a lot of people 10 years ago. Oh, hell yeah. 20 years ago. This is unthinkable. Uh, how many people care? Do you like, think it's a lot right now? I'm going to say 98% of the people who don't like it are probably over the age of 50, maybe 45. Uh, I think in about five to 10 years, you'll see that number. I think you'll see more people under that age start to get angry about it that start realizing, it, depending on the fa- who they're a fan of. Because this is going to, I think you're going to see a lot of some schools, I don't know off the top of my head, like maybe a Virginia Tech that may suffer from this because they're not maybe in a more urban environment like a Louisville who has more companies and things like that, or Memphis who has FedEx. When you mentioned Memphis, first thing that popped in my head was, oh my God, FedEx can now legally in terms of NCAA rules, hand out money and not to worry about Tyreek Evans' mom finding out she just went from, you know, package handler to vice president. 
I mean, it's you can, you can do this now almost to a degree. Just I, think I, of the UCLA. I, I think some certain schools are going to really kind of maybe move up, and that gap between them and some other schools is going to get a lot bigger. And I think that's when you're going to start seeing some more fans in a younger age go, okay, maybe this wasn't the best idea. Just think of the moving company endorsement deals they're going to have in Memphis. <laughs> I mean, so I'm, I'm, say, I'm telling you, there's some you're going to see because of this. I think we're going to see, at least in football specifically, I think you're going to see a, a, a couple of schools, maybe about 10 or 12 years. And, and I know we're talking the way down the line. Some people are laughing at me for that. But, I mean, in maybe 15 years, we're going to be, like, talking about how UCLA is a maybe more, a competitively near-dominant program because they've kind of been able to push their way being in Los Angeles ahead of maybe everybody else other than USC or them being back or the U. This could be day one of the U part three right now. I mean, that's, I think, we're, we're stamping it right now. This is where it's going to begin in the next documentary. Yeah, disagree a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> and also, you sometimes, Trevor, you yeah. really just, you, you go so long that my jokes aren't hilarious anymore by the time you finish. Like, instead of two men in a truck, it'd be two James Wiseman in a truck. Well, so, and some, it's, you're giving yourself credit whether that was funny to begin with or not. It, it was great. It was a very clever dr- joke, and uh, I'm sure thousands and thousands across the Kentucky are laughing about it. But, Trevor, the thing that you're kind of missing, though, yes. is for companies to want to spend money on athletes, like it, it's still going to be dictated by fan support. So, oh, yeah. yeah, that you know, UCLA, really? UCLA will have plenty of endorsement opportunities, but – what what endorsement companies out there where you can sponsor you, you you know you can sponsor Clippers and Lakers games and Dodgers games and Angels games and you're you're like the you're like the ninth or tenth show in town you know is that going to be worth more than a small town like well, a smaller town like Lexington or Bloomington who have really deep alumni ties and businesses that really are college driven that may say I, you know I don't think it's necessarily necessarily going to be your big cities are going to completely no. dominate the the scale here I think right. it's going to be your, I think it's going to be your big alumni bases that are going to be most successful and yes I know UCLA does I know Miami does but what percentage of their alumni base cares about college athletics versus an Ohio State a UK an IU a U of L Tennessee, you know, places where college sports mean a little bit more. No, and you're right. And, and with Kentucky and Indiana for the prime examples, I think those, those I, I don't I don't want to lump those in with just being because they're in a smaller city because there are also state universities that do have the alumni you mentioned. I, I was thinking more towards, I guess, a majority of teams like in the Pac-12 and maybe even the Big East, or not Big East, but the Big 12, even, even the ACC to a degree. I mean, I think, you know, this is a chance for, you know, the, if anything, Tennessee fans have to be loving this because this might be the one way they can maybe, uh, if they can find you know a coach who can coach you know out of a wet paper bag, you know maybe they they can actually get them back to where they wanted to be with Fat Fulmer. I mean this this might be the opening in the door they've been waiting yeah. for. No, and re- and and that's a really good point. As much as like I think this is just going to be great for Kentucky. Like really, for Tennessee, it should be awesome, oh, and yeah. for IU basketball, Justin, this should oh, be like God. ah, finally, like you know, this is really going to help in-state guys stay in state, which IU's done better job as of late keeping in-state guys in state, but it's always been a little bit of a problem. You know, when you asked about the percentage of people who hate this or love this, I think it's it's probably lower on each side, just because a lot of people don't really understand it yet. But I'll be the first to tell you all, I 
hate this. I have hated it since they brought it up years ago. I was hoping it never went through. Here we are. It's going to happen. I hate it. I don't know why, because I agree with Terry that this is great for Indiana basketball. Indiana football is not going to move the needle, I don't think, a lot with. But, I mean, if you're well, winning seven, eight games, if you're, if you're competitively challenging for seven, six, seven, eight games anyway in Indiana football, you're in dreamland. Well, so basketball-wise, I think this is huge for Indiana basketball. I think this is going to be really helpful for them. It very well may help us. I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but it's like – and this is going to sound like the old man get off my lawn take, but it's what I've always thought. College athletes get paid. That's why there are the professional levels. So you can go get paid. You can get those endorsement deals. You can get your money like a like a, a working man. But in college is not the place for that. You get paid. You get scholarships. You get meal cards. You get transportation. All that. You get tutoring services for crying out loud. College students and athletes, athletes specifically, not students, but college athletes have it made. I don't know that they need anymore. I think that's what the professional level is for, but that's just me. The problem is, is that this, I'm terrible, I didn't mean to cut you off, but this is mostly a lot of times this stuff really is going to be effective, especially with like the, the non major sports. Like, uh, I come to my, like the, the Olympian, the skier from Colorado who played football, who had to quit football because he took some endorsement money for skiing. Uh, Jeremy Bloom, I think his name was. Uh, or like, you know, the punter who I think when they're a punter from like Utah or something that was making money on YouTube. They were like, oh, you got to quit that. He was like, screw that. I'm a punter. I'll just keep on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Justin, I I, I get your sentiment. And that was always like the most hilarious thing is when people would just lie and not acknowledge the fact that uh, student athletes got stipends, that they have a pretty sweet deal. But my and I was I was against what was being proposed like 10 years ago, eight years ago, seven years ago, even five years ago, which was schools need to pay their athletes. Look how much money John Calipari's making. Look how much money these schools are making. They need to pay their athletes. And it was like, they already are. They're paying them. I I shouldn't say what they can, but they're paying them. They're getting money. They're getting scholarships. They're getting all that sort of deal. And then somewhere along the way, maybe about three years ago, and I'm just guessing, and anybody, your timeline could be different, and your timeline certainly could be more accurate and right than mine. But it seems like it was three years ago that people finally started to wise up and be like, wait. Western Kentucky can't pay thousands of students of student athletes. Of course not. They hardly have enough money to to supplement their athletic program. And I don't think they do now that I'm saying this out loud in this kind of weird, obnoxious voice. But anyways, moving on, it, the, it transitioned over to, okay, what if we don't worry so much about what the schools pay them? Instead, we let them go out there and let the free market, the free market was the buzzword. <laughs> and you know what? I thought to myself, if these businesses want to blow their own money on 17-year-olds that may end up being good or may end up not being good, by all means, baby, this is America. People blow their money on a lot dumber stuff. I mean, we got a Patreon page for Pete's sake. People pay money for that. I agree. I'll waste I'll I mean, I'll spend money on something stupid, stupider than this before, you know, 10 o'clock this morning when I go get however much breakfast I get it. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll buy something online dumber than that. Oh, yeah. But Well, one more thing, Trevor, real quick. And Justin, one thing that I want to like easy, you know, I get your concern. My issue, what I would tell you is I don't think it's going to be all that different. And two, I think a lot of these student athletes are in for a brutal awakening when they figure out what their their free market value is, which will be nada. I just hope – What was the word they used, value? A reasonable value, I think, was the word I read in the – Yeah. I wanted to be like, oh, yeah, good Lord. 
Who, I just, are we going with? <laughs> I just hope with this passing that it's actually the kids that are putting in the work and it's not schools going to the businesses, hey, approach so-and-so. Well, like, I want to see if they, if they want that money, if they want the money for the nil rights, they have got to go out and get that themselves. They can't have anybody handing it to them on a silver right, platter, yeah, which is. I'm afraid is what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, well yeah, I do... I, 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 I was gonna say I'm kind of with Justin where I don't like this, but I'm accepting it. I, I mean, I'm not gonna fight it because I know it's inevitable. But I do think that we are gonna see in, in a couple years again. I talk down the road where it's gonna be interesting when people start realizing that if you don't think these schools are getting are gonna be getting kickbacks off this stuff, you're insane. I mean, the schools well, are gonna start making more money as much money off this, and they're gonna make more money probably than most of the students are gonna be making extra money on. And then I can't wait to see that the the internet world start realizing this eventually because they don't think that far through when they go, we need to pay the kids. Just pay the kids. What about you know cause and effect? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't care. Hit, hit tweet. Pay the kid. Two, you know, they're two, gonna realize eventually that this is not as easy as they thought. Two things. One, Justin, like, do you know how endorsements work? I mean, when like somebody get <laughs> when somebody gets out of college, they get like invited to the Nike campus and they get ooed and odd and wooed and like they're just living the absolute life. That's how it's going to be with these. And, like, I, I get what you're saying. You don't want the university to do it on their behalf, but businesses are going to approach kids. The kids aren't going to have to like go door to door, being like, "I am a uh, a, a four thousand yard passer for our local community college around here." I'm wondering and if you'd like to buy a coupon book. It's not going to be like that. People are going to approach these student-athletes. And then secondly, Trevor, the thing I, I think people need to remember is there's not going to all of a sudden be this sudden influx of cash across the country. I, you know, I know with how much Democrats love dishing it out, but that's not really how this is going to work. So what a lot of these businesses are doing, they're giving it to the university, or they have been over the last several decades. They've been giving that money to and, and you know, these people – uh, Joe Kraft, how much money he's given the university. These people that have businesses and these businesses may give or these businesses are sponsors to the universities, that that money may start going to the student-athletes. That may not be great news for these universities. These universities may see, all right, hey, we're used to getting X amount of money from Toyota, but now Toyota's only giving us half because they want to give half to, to Bam Adebayo. Well, that's great because we like the Bam Adebayo's at UK, but also, ew, like, But you got to remember – you. We're a little short. Just that, you know, you could have UK say that's great that it's helping us get better players. You're right. That's going to bring in more money if we're better. That's good news. But like, we also still need to run our athletic program with X amount of money. And uh, you know, I, I just don't think there's going to be this sudden influx of cash where schools are still rolling in it, student athletes are rolling in it, and ever there's money, all this money to go around. I just think it's going to be more of a split of all the money that's already in college athletics, which is a ton. And then again, I think we're only talking about 1% of student athletes that are going to see a meaningful endorsement deal. I'm talking like big wig endorsement deal. You're going to have probably like 20% that are going to get little small potatoes here and there, but, but it's really not going to be as big as a deal. I think as folks are thinking, well, it's not, and it's not just the endorsement deal. It's also, you know, like the autograph signings and stuff like that. And I mean, Eventually, we're going to get to the point where it's going to be like these students are probably these. I'm using loosely student athletes now in this term, it is more and more each year. But I think you're going to see, you know, like we get to the point where we got mob jobs where the guy works at the recycling bin, you know, it's time cards that he's been there eight hours, but he hasn't shown up in 12 years. You know, that, eventually we might get to that. And I'm sure some schools will start doing that. 
you said yourself, TJ, in the beginning as well in this article, the schools have to approve it. So, I mean, who's to say that, if, you know, Kentucky, you know, Toyota wants to give BAM, and Kentucky says, yeah, we want you to do that. Give him 10 grand. Give us two grand. You know, if you, you want you want to sponsor the kid, we want you to sponsor him. We got to get a little something, too. And, you, and schools need to tell them the schools aren't going to do that. That that is one of the main reasons why the approval rule. It's not the main reason, but it's 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 one of the reasons why that's in there. Well, you you be the university that's restrictive and kind of overbearing well, on what you approve and don't, and you see how that works out for you in the long run. But hey, as again, long as the kid's still getting paid, I don't think he's going to really. Care. I don't think the kids are going to care too much if he's got if he's not getting to do Toyota that he wants, but he has to do Ford because the school would rather than do Ford. If he's well, still getting paid the money, I don't think he's going to care. It's a big experiment. We'll see how it all shakes yeah. out. We are long overdue for a break, so we'll do that now. We'll come back. We'll start getting in to the text line. It's great. We haven't read one yet, and it's loaded. we got a lot of good ones to get to, so we'll come back. We'll do that. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. Hour 2 up next. Long in the tooth, but harmless as can be. Lord, I guess he's doing all. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Sports Radio. That that was weak, Trevor. Well, honestly, I just I don't like yelling it too much when we're doing the from home. because It doesn't matter. Okay, I'm sorry. You know what? I won't hold. Next break. I'm not Roll holding back. Call. There you Thanks. go. Producer number one, Justin Kalen. In my defense, when, when we do these from home, I, I, I change smoke way too much during the show. We need to get back to the studio. I'm going. I, it's worth, yeah, I need I need a bonus from the from the boss when we do home shows because I go through the cigarettes too quickly. Wouldn't that be a good thing? No, I want to be in studio. I save more. I don't smoke as much. Yeah, but you like cigarettes. I do. I do. I, it's a good point. Yeah, that's true. It's a double-edged sword. So you should be happier. Until until I got to go buy another pack, you know, a lot sooner than I should have. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I'm in Kentucky where we don't tax our cigarettes to $12 a pack like most states. <laughs> well, welcome back to Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. That was Trevor Kelsey and Justin Kalen. I'm TJ Walker. We appreciate you being here and starting your Friday morning with us going to be a fun hour we're going to read mostly text messages 502-414-1450 if you want to get a text in before the weekend Uh, and also before well before june 30th at least you're going to want to go to genesis diamonds because they have the hottest financing deal in the country yep you heard that right because you're not going to be able to beat something as good as putting nothing down over five years with zero interest. I mean, it is truly hard to believe, but they'll run a quick little credit check on you. Takes two minutes how quick it goes inside the store, and boom, as long as you're approved, and I'm sure you will be, you're ready to rock and roll at Genesis Diamonds. Everything 
is available under this financing plan. The most expensive rings, diamonds, necklaces, everything that they have that you may want to get your significant other, it will fall under this deal. Zero down, five years, zero percent interest. It's a, it, it's a spectacular deal. So check them out. They're on Shelbyville Road, right off the Waterson, and uh, next to Trader Joe's, if you know where that is, in the Shelbyville Road Plaza. Genesis Diamonds, just almost too good to be true. And TJ, you know, I was thinking before we get in this text line, because I know it's going to take up the whole last hour. Um, I started wondering at the break with the, all the endorsements, and we talk about companies. I want, can KRC? Can we get a UK player? Can we? Can we? Can we get an endorsement? Can we? I, th- I think we can technically, like, we can we can sponsor a player. I wonder what levels. I mean, are we getting like? Are we getting the kicker? But here's I mean, the thing: you need to remember, endorsements are like two-way streets. So we sign somebody on, we get them to do something for us. So like, you know, know. They, they, we could get them on air. Uh, we could. You, oh, that's actually like another good thing. Is like, hey, uh, UK, you never let us talk to people. What if we do an endorsement deal with one of your players, and then <laughs> part of the contract, they have to come on and talk to our show a few times a week. That that's a, that's actually you know while we were kind of kidding where we started with that that's actually kind of true. You could have media companies be you could have media company you could have Yahoo oh, yeah. Sports you could have Yahoo Sports sponsor you know let's go back in time but let's say a little Zion Williamson is going through this right now. You could have Yahoo Sports say hey you're doing all your interviews with us and we're going to give you two point five million dollars for that that's but that that would be one that the school university would say all right listen you can't give away exclusive media rights because we have our own media deals so that would be one that you probably have to kind of work around but that's another thing to remember yeah trevor hell yeah we can get some people on krc but, but, but not with yahoo but but locally you'll see it i mean oh yeah I, I, well, at some point we're gonna have like you know the whas player the wdrb player you know the the the, the WLKY player, the, the the hyperbole 680 player, the the you know the realistic uh, Big X player. I, we can get oh good, you know I just thought about we could get players endorsed and do Trevor tries it versus him. Oh my I gosh! Mean, I mean the universities aren't going to care because it's not like they're going to get hurt trying to beat me at anything. I mean we we could get you know and we can just and, and I know we won't be able to afford the the top notch. But send us, you know, that three-star, you know, pitcher, you know, and I'll try to, I'll try to hit a fastball off of him, or send us that, you know, you know, two-star, I mean, three, three, four-star, you know, linebacker, and see if he can, uh, if if Roush can take a hit, you know, let's do that. Uh, Roush will chicken out. He'll talk about it for years, and then he'll uh, end up never really doing it. Similar to a certain one-on-one basketball game. How is no, that? A Trevor tries it, but that evolved into Rouse taking a hit. Why wouldn't you take the hit, Trevor? Cause, yeah. cause he ain't going to get through you, big guy. Because I ain't over yet. Yeah, tre- Trevor ain't taking a hit from a linebacker after 40, okay? <laughs> All right, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe 30-year-old Trevor, like 30-year-old Rouse would have done it. But no, no. Tre- tre- the biggest hit Trevor's taking is the one when he falls on his own ass. Oh, I thought you were going to say the, uh, the biggest hit you were taking was something else. Oh, oh, damn, good one, TJ. I went there, too. That's TJ. a good joke, yeah. I thought, I like, oh, this is a layup for Trevor, and here he is. He's going to uh, he's, he's gonna go for it. And, he, ben, oh. he Ben Simmons did. He really oh, did. Yeah. I, I went full circle. I went back to where I fell on my ass. I just missed the kick, too. I mean, just all <sighs> over again. I, I've done it all over again. Oh, my Lord, I can't believe it. Was like, cause you were like J.R. Smith in that finals. <laughs> what? I got TJ looking at me like LeBron going. Uh, I'm LeBron. Right uh, yeah. 
<laughs> an all-time an all-time all meme and an all-time picture oh yeah uh, all, all right we'll, we'll get into some other uk news as the show goes on but i think we've hit the majority of the 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 big the big topics the big the big hitters if you will so I want to go to the text line because there's some big hitter textures here and they've got things to say and we're going to read it. 502-414-1450 if you want to text on into Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. A texter says, Trevor, if KRC went 9-11, to 11, never forget, would you have been able to make it? Uh, oh, yeah, I probably would be. That, that would be a lot more easily uh, capable of me, yeah. Uh, I would say you, you would still show up late you would you would there'd be some days that you probably wouldn't show although probably not as many uh but yes you would still you'd still have you you were late when we were doing four o'clock shows how would that (laughs) is a a bold-faced lie i have i was never late for a four yes you were not never but not enough not consistent enough to even remember no not four o'clock it it wasn't like the mornings but you still were late sometimes I'm, oh I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm we, we, BS on that. No, one. we no, we had some 408 start times, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, well, you remember incorrectly, I believe. <laughs> I think we had some extra segments on the on the end of the hour, but uh, yeah, it, you know, it's it's gone to ancient history at this point. Yeah, nine o'clock though. Yeah, you're probably right. Yes, there would be some late and some. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna make it because you all, you all gotta remember. Trevor goes to bed at like three or four some nights, folks. I mean, I don't even mean to. I just go. I, yeah, I just sometimes I can't get to sleep. I'll lay. I'll go to bed sometimes at like a midnight, and I can't I'd be. I'll roll. Yeah, roll around. And I go. I don't want to look at my phone. I don't want to look at my phone. I look at my phone. And it's like two thirty. I'm like, I'm still freaking awake. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should have drinking that twelve pack of Mellow Yellow. You should do some meditation before bed. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not the strand I usually use, but I can try that. You can borrow my Pelotron account, buddy. Okay. Oh, by the way, this is just random. You mentioning that uh, our favorite, one of our longtime favorite listeners, say is on Peloton. He wants you to defriend him on there. He's oh yeah. What's his name? Uh, I think it's just C Price, but I could be wrong on there. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll ask him later on and get it to you. Anybody else that has a Peloton and Peloton equipment, we call it Peloton. We know that other people call it a different name. But uh, it so is. it's just that's a little KRC inside joke. But we have a Kentucky roll call hashtag. If you you can like join little biking and cycling groups. And last time I checked, I think we had like six or five people in it or something. So better than wow. we normally do. So uh, hop on the Pelotron Kentucky roll call train. I'm Walker TJ on Pelotron. You all can feel free to add me. I've got a picture of Calipari at the Derby as my logo. So feel free to, to top on. He's just, he looks happy, and I feel like it's a good, excite, exciting. Like when I'm riding the bike, I, I think my face is similar. I think I would, I, I'm, I would kind of – I half expected you to have like a, a photoshopped picture of Lance Armstrong with your head on him. Like just oh. crossing the finish line with his arms up or something. Man, Mitch Barnhart's talking to the media today. I did not know that. Uh, right now? No, at two o'clock, but I guess over the nil stuff. But I wonder if that will be in person or out of person. But goodness gracious, there's a million things we could ask Mitch Barnhart. Here's what he'll do, though. 
just so folks know. And again, I yeah, like Mitch yeah. Barnhart, but when Kentucky moves to a different athletic director, I will not be shedding any tears, and I'll be excited about the the future of UK athletics as well. But here's what he'll do. He'll have an opening statement. It'll be no shorter than about 17 minutes long. He'll bore everybody to sleep. The top button's going to be up to his nose at that point. And then he'll take some questions, but his answers are all going to be like five minutes long, and then it'll be – 45 minutes and boom, he'll get out of there. But there are there is a lot to ask Ms. B- Mitch Barnhart, and very little of it goes with name, image, and likeness. And I don't know if this would help, but it certainly couldn't hurt. But like, hey, Mitch, these are no longer amateur athletes. They are now professional athletes. There are professional athletes playing college sports, and we shouldn't care about it because it's not coming from the universities. The universities still hopefully should be able to operate without any without a change of anything. So you have professional athletes here. Why can't we watch grown adults, professional athletes, and have a beer at the game? Because I've heard prior, some of these kids aren't even 21, and you think it's you think it's appropriate to have alcohol at the game? Well, now they're, they may be making more money than I am. Why can't I have a beer while watching them play? Probably wouldn't matter for Mitch Barnhart, and I maybe took a few liberties there, but yeah, listen, now they're professionals. So if you wanted to do, we don't need alcohol at amateur athletics. They're not amateurs anymore. They're professionals. So Mitch Barnhart, give us the beer. Somebody at that press conference today, please ask that question. I can't wait. For, I can't wait for TJ to lose it or even Mitch Barnhart maybe to lose it when the day comes in a couple of years that Mitch Barnhart's still there, that, that liquor companies want to use UK athletes for endorsements. Oh, he's going to say no. Yeah, no, and and that's going to be that. That that might be the 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 straw that breaks the camel's back of Mitch Barnhart leading to retirement at that point. No, what's going to what's going to end up piss off a lot of people if he tells them no and loses the recruit because of it. When what will end up happening is that like Kentucky for the first time in history is going to lose a recruit to U of L. And it's going to be because of like a, a promise bourbon endorsement or something like that, or it's going to be like a it's going to be like a Twin Spires endorsement or something. And Mitch Barnhart's going to be like, "No, we don't do gambling. We don't do alcohol. No way." Oh man, the 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 the, 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 uh, the Derby inspired uh, team media guys are going to have just a whole new meaning now. I mean, I will say, I was sponsored by the Derby. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to be like, we can't do like DraftKings endorsements and stuff like that. That just gets a little too like icky, you know? I think I think at first, yes, but eventually they're going to start. Like, I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of like, obviously no tobacco. That was on the list of things. I was like, nobody's going to, you can't even, you can't even endorse tobacco sales in, in America anyway. Um, I think the, the liquor one's going to be, the, the kind of shady, I don't want to say shady, but it's going to be the one where I think that some people are going to not touch right away. Your Alabamas, your Tennessees, I think you're, let me in general, you're like your Big Tens and the SECs, who I think are going to really benefit from this right away because they've got some of the most money of the two other major five conferences. They're going to be probably willing to be letting people do it more so than some of your smaller schools right away. You know the underrated good thing about this, and we haven't touched on it yet? Ideally, this means we get college football and basketball games back, and they can be more realistic than they ever have been, right? 
Yeah, no, they're. I mean, they're football is my yeah. favorite. Yeah. College football is already coming back. They've said it, but for the love of Pete, can we get it sooner now? What was it going to be? Twenty twenty three. Well, well like, yeah. at, at a at a minimum, twenty twenty two. Get it get it together, EA Sports. If it's in the game, then you know, let's get the game out there. College football is great, but I want a college basketball game back. There was nothing better than two thousand eight NCAA basketball back in the day. I, I love the college basketball video games. The graphics were like the worst of all oh, time. Terrible. They're, terrible. They're, there were like early on N64 games or Sega games with be- better graphics than the college basketball EA sport game, but it was still a hoot. Like it was fun. Uh, some rough Kentucky years, some, some not great Kentucky teams, but the dynasty mode, always a good time. Let's get back to the text line. Yes. Uh, 502-414-1450. Texter says, Trevor, do you still work full time with KRC now in a different gig? Or are you currently just kicking it? I guess technically you still work with Big Exports Radio, and you yeah, still I technically still work, work with KRC. Yeah, I still, even when I'm not on, I, I mean, the days I don't come on, I'll text the night before usually, and more often yep. than not recently. And then I, I still, yeah, I do. With today being the exception, because I just told Justin, I was like, hey, me and TJ can't hear the music. So Suck it. Today. Yeah, every sixth, third time he's told me that for this. But uh, normally, yeah, I do the uh, audio and stuff still. So then I, I, just not as much. I'm just saving you from my opinions. I'm making you, 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 you want to hear them more on, on, on stretches like this week. Yeah, it's a specialty. Uh, Texter <laughs> says, is there anything stopping Calipari from telling recruits, hey, I'm the highest paid coach in college basketball, come to Kentucky and win the national championship, and I'll split my bonus between the whole team? Yes, that, oh, would, wow. be, that, that would be pay for play. That is like one of the few no-nos, which really you would think like you're, we, we've already talked this to death and it's only been day one, but uh, y- – You'd think that, yes, schools, there's going to be backdoor deals and whatnot. But in terms of universities directly paying students, that this should be the end of that. Like, cheating in that regard should be no more, right? Yep. Like, if you're doing that, you're just an idiot. Go get go get uh, a, a coffee shop around town to do it for you, and you just give the money to the coffee shop. Like, and it's awesome. I'm sorry. No, uh, no, that was it. And I was going to say, I'm, it's, and I do, and I, I like it. Hopefully it does in that discussion because – it, we got into the point where schools are having to pay the kids. That makes me m- more concerned because that's when you're going to start seeing of uh, some schools maybe just drop sports and drop some sports, and then that that worried me a lot. And I think you're going to see. I mean, I'm not. I don't think you'll see it with this new rule. Eventually, you may see some schools, you know, diminish some sports. But I, if the, if the universities were going to actually have to pay out of their pocket, that was that was scary to me because that's when I started thinking of the cause and effect that's not going to be positive. Well, I, I still, again, my theory of there's only so much money to go around, that still does worry me a little bit for athletic departments and for some, you know, non-revenue sports. But I, I still think my overall prediction is things aren't going to look drastically different. Some athletic departments maybe – are going to take a little hit from this and maybe the gap between the power fives and the group of fives, maybe that grows a little bit, but I don't think there's a guarantee that has to happen. But I, I, I think that if, if there's not enough money to go around Trevor, then it's still athletic departments could still be having to make some cuts and some probably will, but my, my prediction, and I'll say it is I, I don't think college athletics in five years, at least in terms of the product on the court and the field and our viewing experiences and how we how we take it all in, I don't think that's going to be too much different for us. That's I, I, know, I know it's not a hot take, but I, I just think that 
Uh, we're going to debate it and we're going to talk about it to death and every show is going to do it. But at the end of the day, I don't think for the average fan, things are going to really look that different. But for uh, student athletes, some are going to be able to make some nice money. That's good for them. Athletic departments don't have to pay for it. Bada boom, bada bing. Uh, everybody should be happy. The fact that athletic departments don't have to pay for it and because of this rule, and I've, made, I've kind of said it already, that I think schools are going to start making some more money because of this, even though the athletes are going to also make money. I think that will help your, your non-revenue sports in some athletic departments opposed to the opposite where if the school had to pay, it was going to hurt them, I think. But I think it's going to, it's going to make things different even in five years because, A, I think some of your Power 5 conferences, the gap will get bigger. But I think it will make, at least in some cases, even with the one and done gets rid of in the NBA, which I'm not a fan of that happening, uh, it will improve some level of college basketball because, I mean, if you're a, if you're a sophomore, you know, it's, I mean, how many times do we see kids just leave college as sophomores or – our freshmen that probably had no business to because they want to make the money right away. If you're a, if you're that sophomore or freshman and you're kind of going, I might not get drafted. I probably might, you know, I think I will, but I probably won't. I can go to Europe. Maybe I'll just come back to college one more year and I can make 75,000 endorsements here and then go play in Europe. I mean, and that's going to, I think because of that, you'll start seeing maybe some, the college basketball level of basketball in college kind of go up a little bit gradually. Uh, who, who knows, you know, and, and that is, this is, you want to talk about a way to be able to combat the G league and the overtime league. Yeah. Well, they college has something those don't, and that's fans. I, I mean, like mm-hmm. plural, like fans, not a fan fans. Cause those leagues don't have fans. They don't have a fan. They have nothing, uh, but they have money. And that was a big deal. And, and I like the option that people could go get paid. And I thought, all right, here, here's a compromise. You know what? Oh, it's the only league you can play in. No, it's not go get paid elsewhere. So I was fine with it, but now this is a counterpunch from college athletics, and there's still going to be some people that are going to say, I don't, I'm done. I don't want to go to class. I'm not interested at all in the college lifestyle. No, thank you. But now there's a lot of people that were probably thinking, man, I always dreamed of playing college basketball, always dreamed of March Madness, but my family really could use $600,000 the G League's offering me right now. I'm going to take that. That's just too good to pass up. And we debate I mean, all that stuff. But, you know, so it, it's – it's uh, I. I'm, I'm glad that we're at where we're at, and, and I'm glad Kentucky kind of moved quickly on it, and, and it's going to be fun to watch it all play out. I mean, I know I know Brashear, I think his statement was like, this is for the kids and the student-athletes. I mean, let's, let's be honest. You nailed it. Who what the, the Brashear's quickness to do this was, is a, was, from a political standpoint, was because of the fans. I mean, Republic, Democrat, it doesn't matter. The, the fans love UK and UofL, and you just made every one of them happy, no matter what side of the fence they sit on politically, by making this – and telling them, hey, guess what? I'm not going to let one of your your favorite school, whether it be one of those two or even one of the smaller ones here in the state, fall behind. That's because I'm I'm the governor of the fans. That's who this was for by doing this so quickly by Brashear. No, no, I, I can, you can say it was for the kids, but you can also say this is a pay for play in this. Uh, texter says, wow, okay, last time I give you all recommendations on docs, your documentaries, your loss. Uh, that was the one about like the nursing home yeah. drama and whatnot. I, I will probably watch it. I, I think it's probably interesting, but uh, it just, you, you had to understand the premise of it didn't come off screaming off the page. But we're due for a break. We'll come back. We'll just keep at the text line. We got to move a little bit quicker on them because we've got a lot and uh, we've only made a small dent on them there during the second hour. So just pretty much your usual KRC. This is big. This is this is KRC on Big Exports Radio with TJ Walker, Trevor Kelsey, and Justin oh, Kalen. We'll be back after this. Said, honey, we may be thrilled, but you'll never hear me complain. Cause I got friends. 
Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. The penny was a gift, Todd. I'm taking it with me. It's all good, baby, baby. Uh, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X. You didn't have to be obnoxious. I know. I'm sorry. I think the dog just barked in the other room, too. Yeah, that's all right, buddy. I like the enthusiasm. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Trevor Kelsey, that was him yelling, Justin Kalen, and we're just having a great time, and we appreciate you spending it with us. Text into the show, 502-414-1450. If, uh, I was actually just texting with a buddy talking about uh, how gross the weather is going to be later today and how muggy it's going to be and all that stuff. Wouldn't be a bad time to go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy over off Exit 4 in Southern Indiana. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more. But you're going to go there, and you're going to be able to hit on some simulators. You're going to learn a lot more about your game than if you just go to your typical driving range. And you may learn more about your game than even going out there and playing on a course, depending what courses you're you're going to, I would say. But the simulator is a really good technique to see where you're coming in on the ball, your are you coming in too early? Are you coming in too low, too high? You got to hit it in the sweet spot. Bobby Cook can do that for you. He does personal lessons. You won't find a better price. So either get the get the gang out there for a fun little round of indoor golf in climate-controlled environment or go and see Bobby yourself improve your game. The golf season has just begun, folks. We're not even really to the halfway point of it. So you can still get better. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more and set up your Appointment. All right, let's get back to the text line. Oh, uh, I got to see where we are. All right, if if Kentucky was super serious about getting a top-tier recruit, Kentucky basketball should just open a GoFundMe for the fans <laughs> to pay for the fans to pay these guys. No fan base in America would outbid us. Yeah, I, I don't know if GoFundMe's against the rules. But... Seems like a pay-for-play. I mean, well, again, we're not going to get into that, but we know we have tons of time to do it. But I think, I mean, I think social media stuff, which would fall into like YouTube and maybe OnlyFans is, I mean, another way, you know, literally fans can can make their voices heard. Well, here, that's, uh, I was trying to think of uh, in Parks and Rec, Entertainment 720. Do you all remember that? I did watch Parks and Rec. Of course. Yeah. I remember it. So who's to stop us, Justin, from just making pay players LLC and <laughs> the 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 crux of our business is we just pay players to go to our favorite school. And it's nothing and it's nothing more or less than that. Like the whole sole purpose of our business is to have people give us money. And then we give that money to our recruits to go to UK or maybe in your instance to indiana and that's our business and all we do is get in, all we do is pay endorsements of players and they advertise for us they could do whatever like you know this texture you can't have the school set up a gofundme but who's what, who's to stop that from being a thing it's a way yeah, around I mean, it that's that's why that's i said this is going to be even kentucky can, can be bragging and happy that for sure gave them a week to get ready or you know schools are getting ready but it's going to be it's going to the first this first next five years or so, I think, are going to be really, really interesting. Super duper interesting. The texter says the start of this podcast, which was yesterday's podcast, is clear that Trevor has done nothing but use substances, substances of questionable legality since he left roll call. Sheesh. 
mute him for about two hours the next time he joins. Suck it, Trevor. I'm sorry. Was I supposed to learn a trait while I was gone? Would you, would you have been, would have been better <laughs> if I'd come back and have a Mandarin or something? I mean, I mean, what, what do you want me to do? I mean, I was <laughs> – I'm sorry, Texas. I didn't mean to disappoint you. <laughs> another texture says so with the name image and likeness rights becoming a thing do we think that could make the ncaa go easier on all these fbi scandal teams would kind of be a weird look slamming louisville for paying players through a shoe company when that is about to be fair game and common practice i hope they still drop the hammer on them but the longer it drags out i'm starting to doubt it well, no, the, dra- the the dragging out is, is doesn't really tell us anything because uh, I think it was a Creighton assistant. He just got he just got a kind of severe punishment for for kind of a small potato sort of deal. I I still think Louisville was going to get hammered, and what U of L did technically would not be legal under this new nil no. stuff. It probably will still happen. Um, You'll and we've talked about that. That like you know, who's to stop UK from calling Toyota and saying, "Hey, Toyota, do this for us, please." And Toyota goes and does it. Uh, so it's not like drastically different, but the way it unfolded with Bowen was illegal, and they were on probation. And you have to go off what rules were in place, not what is in place. But I get your point, Texter, that it is going to be like, "Hey, Louisville is going to get hammered," and. The ne- meanwhile, the next recruit they have commit to their program could get a two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollar, you know, Salsaritas endorsement. Wouldn't that be a deal? Yeah. Wouldn't that be a good deal? We do need Salsaritas to come aboard, help us get our KRC endorsement player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I agree with the texture. I think it's. Good. I mean, I don't know. If, I just don't think it was going to get hammered. It depends on what your definition of hammered is. Maybe though, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting when. This, these punishments eventually do come down post them, some of them not maybe being as shady as they were now that the rules have changed in the midst of them five years later still trying to make the punishment. All I'll say is just get in on pay players LLC while you can. Get in on the ground floor <laughs> and go on and Venmo me your money. T-Walk 214 on Venmo. Every $2 I, of your Patreon fee to us goes to the player. <laughs> <laughs> a texter says, do you guys plan on going back in studio full time for quality purposes? First off, quality. Huh. You're, you, you, <laughs> yeah. You've come to the wrong place, my man. And then we're in studio more days a week than not most weeks. So uh, I mean, I was so there. I've are, been here. This is my third day this week and two of them are in studio. So yeah. So it makes me happy that you couldn't even tell. Maybe you yeah. could, but uh, all right. We got the traveling husband nurse boy back. Uh, he says, <laughs> Hey boys, traveling husband nurse boy here. This text is about Trevor's stripper slash IU versus UK argument. Jesus crust, Trevor, please <laughs> learn about the burden of proof. You can't just jump into an argument, say something illogical and beg everyone to prove you wrong. It's on you to prove your statement. That being said, it's pissing TJ off so bad. So I love it. Glad to hear the big man back. Just so you know, I'm not triggered. I just don't like to let Trevor get away with his asinine comments. And just for you know, he was triggered. And not second, triggered. Uh, you, it's hard to... The Indiana and the stripper uh, finger versus thumbs hot tub jacuzzi argument that we had yesterday uh, has been going on for years now, Texter. And it's it's one of those things that we shouldn't even started it because that's been like an underwritten rule. Me and TJ, when those topics come up, 
we we just know just, it's there's no reason because we're just going to yell at each other for 40 minutes and get nowhere because we've been doing it now for like five years. Yeah, Texter, but your overall point has been the crux of our argument. Trevor's never really had any sort of uh, evidence to prove his point. A texter on. says, you guys should not talk about high school football when Nick is not there. Caleb Perry is a beast, and I literally mentioned what is going on with Scott County earlier this week. Great crossing also has a baseball player signed with Arkansas and will probably get drafted. Have a great show, UK Pez. UK Pez, Caleb Perry was a he was not a lock to be a take for Kentucky. Some people were surprised that they went ahead and did the green light, and he doesn't have the most eye-popping offers. Now, that being said, I like what I see on tape. I'm excited about it. It seems like he really is going to be a player that's, uh, I think, going to want to be at UK. And so that's 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 exciting, but uh, good for great crossing. I agree they, with UK Pez because I don't follow recruiting worth a squat and even football recruiting less. So yeah, I I agree with UK Pez. Let's wait till Roush gets back. This is a long text into the show. Do you think there are any downsides to the nil passage? I was thinking about this. If you're a business, say Paul Miller, Ford, and Lexington, would it be better for you give to give an athlete money to rep your dealership instead of donating the money to UK for your name on a banner? Some of these deals players will get may have performance bonus bonuses attached to them. Would that hurt the cohesion of the teams? If this is expanded to its logical end, then businesses would be better off withholding investments to universities and give money directly to the athletes. If that becomes the norm, then would it be less money for the universities? Then universities will have to look at their non-revenue generating sports and make some tough decisions. I would say everyone acting like right decision with out consequences may not like when the women's soccer team is cut or the men's rifle team is cut. That's a plausible scenario. And that comes from Mook. And Mook, yeah, that's kind of what I was touching on, uh, mm-hmm. is that like there's not there's only so much money to go around. And what's that what's that going to mean for the universities? I, I think that you'll probably find a balance where the universities maybe do make a little bit less, but maybe you see kind of con you know coaching contracts across the board come down a little bit. But the thing people forget about coaching contracts too, uh, so much of it is like endorsement based, mm-hmm. or they're pull or UK is pulling money from its endorsement pools to pay and whatnot. But it, it's the, all good points, Mook, and it's certainly something that I think people are going to have to keep an eye on. There can't yeah, be yeah. performance bonuses, right? I mean, that's pay for play. So Whoa. that that would be something that I think would be flagged by the universities i don't think that's necessarily pay for play by the definition pay for play although i get what you're saying pay for play is like uk paying hey i'm paying you to come play i get i get your logic but i I think that's something that would probably get flagged by university and say hey everything in this contract looks good but we can't do performance bonuses because we we can't we can't like the coach doesn't want it. Now you probably could have some teams that would say, yeah, hell yeah, we're doing performance bonuses. You know, if you're trying to get ahead and you're trying to just be a little different, this could be a way to do it. You will probably have some teams do that stuff and it probably could mess up a locker room and it could mess up a team. But you know what? If you think the recruits worth it, you may not care. The juice may be worth the squeeze in that instance. Uh, I can't, I can't wait. This is going to be all the fun stuff. We all get to explore and find out together in this new age of college athletics. I mean, technically, you will. I mean, it will be performance and, and basis because if a player's playing well, he's going to get bigger endorsement. I mean, that's just, it doesn't have to say specifically, you average 20 points, we'll give you 
an extra five grand. I mean, they could probably tell them that. They just have to put it in paper and writing. Yeah. I, I do. I, the one, the one thing I didn't address though in that old text I have already, I think, was the use of the locker room thing, and that that could come up in some places, but I don't think it'll be that big a deal. It it could happen. I mean, we see it in professional sports, so it will certainly yeah. happen in college sports in some regards, but it's probably not necessarily the norm. Uh, another scenario that I think is going to be fun to see how it plays out is will this make somebody like, you know, Ashton Hagens and EJ Montgomery mm-hmm. not even consider the draft? Because, like, I, I – what what's a Lexington or a Kentucky endorsement when you go off and play in the San Francisco G League? Oh, yeah. Like you, you know, I think more kind of fringe players are going to be more likely to. Hey, I've got a pretty sweet endorsement deal here. I'm happy. I'm living in Lexington. I'm getting my degree. Yeah, someday I want to be a professional, but I'm already making good money. Who cares? If they're smart, that should absolutely matter. But you're still probably going to have some dinguses. No, I agree. And I said that earlier, you know, when I talked about the sophomore freshman going, well, you know, why? Yeah, 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 yeah. Get chances. But, I, you know, and the, the positive of that, and this is just in college basketball's perspective, is that that's going to help maybe, you know, another an, a smaller school be able to land a recruit because that op, that opportunity isn't opened up because nine sophomores are leaving Kentucky right away and only maybe three are because the others are getting more money. And, so that that's a trickle down that could help college basketball a little bit in terms of the product on the court. Texter says, TJ, whoever this Kelsey guy is you had on Wednesday, you need to have him as your co-host. Roush was good and all, but this Kelsey kid has talent. I don't know what it is, but Kelsey has it. I swear I did not text that in. I hand to God that was not my text. You have it, buddy. Uh, A texter says, did you all see this George R. Martin quote? Let's talk some Game of Thrones. And the texter, so the quote was basically George R. Martin say, I really regret letting the show surpass the books. I never thought it was going to happen. I had a huge head start on the books. I thought the books were going to be wrapped up easy peasy. And before I knew it, the shows had overtaken them. And And he admitted, like, you know, I'm just, I wish things had gone differently. Uh, you know what, George? Suck it, buddy. Yeah, suck it, suck it. You can take out, uh, you can take out hoarders. Suck it and give it a suck it. Suck it. I mean, you still haven't finished the books, and the shows have been off the air now. What two years, three years? It, I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, don't give me that excuse. Yes. Yeah, what what saw, are you doing? I saw like, people on Twitter being like, George R. Martin blew a five-zero lead. <laughs> it's true. He had five. You know, he had and uh, he he had five books out. I maybe it was four. Maybe the fifth came out. I think the fifth came out after uh, after the show had started. But he definitely blew a four zero lead. No doubt about that. Um, I don't like just finish the damn book, dude. Like, what the hell are you doing? Finish the book. I, I tell you what, and and this is just a random. You, you mentioned a tweet. Just maybe think I I got to give some love to the retweet you gave for Rutherford. It said uh, something along the lines of. If this is what it takes to, and maybe we should tell Brashear that we need to legalize sports gambling and weed to uh, to help the college athletes. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it was. It I, was I, a, I butchered it, but it was. You get the gist. Or, yeah, that that you know, it, you did butcher it, and it and I it kind of wow. and it kind of bugs me. Mike Rutherford said, "Someone convinced Kentucky politicians that not having legal weed and sports betting somehow puts UK basketball at a competitive disadvantage." <laughs> I. I it bugged you probably because he just said UK. He should have just said he should have just said Kentucky. Because uh, we because we had people from both parties coming together like they never have before to be like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, let's get the, let's get this done. And then literally like a day later, Bashir was like, done, we're good. 
and everybody was happy. It's funny how government can kind of, you know, how that how that can work so quickly. A texter oh, yeah. says, oh, it's Rocket City Rob. Hey, gents, finally back to listening daily. It's been too long, and even though I haven't met y'all, it's like I'm hanging with Fam Bam again. When's y'all's next golf tourney? I missed the last one, but would, would love a heads up on the next one so I can come adam sandler and a hot so i can come in an adam sandler hockey jersey keep up the good work i promise to text in for better or worse more often and that was just a normal emoji that he sent in smiling adam, adam sandler hockey we'll probably do another one i'll probably do another one in august and roush and i and justin we need to we need to plan it when Roush gets back in town, we'll plan out a date next week. That way we can give people a ton of heads up. We'll do it at a golf course where we don't only aren't only reserved four tee times. Hopefully we can get as many as we need because that made it a little bit more difficult, especially on a two weeks notice. But we'll next week we will set a date for August and then hopefully enough people can get time. We'll probably end up having to do it on like a Friday or a weekday or something. So maybe you can get enough time to take a half day. But it's going to be a real hoot, Nanny. I'll tell you that much. And, and I promise you, I guarantee you, I'll be at this one. They're okay. Uh, <laughs> I've, 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 I've heard that before. A texter says, TJ, have you come up with a name for your daughter yet? Also, what was your all's procedure for trying to find a good name? Multiple name books? We do have a name. We'll, we'll announce it later on to the world. Uh, we, but we do have a name. And then, no, uh, I just kind of, you know, throughout the process or once she got pregnant, just randomly, you know, I would say some names that I liked. Randomly, she'd say some names that she liked. Some that I said she literally would laugh at. Some that she said. Some that she said I'm smart enough not to laugh at a pregnant woman's opinion. Uh, but I would be like, no, I, I think I like some other ones better. And then eventually you just kind of like, oh, I really like that one. No, I really like that one. And then it just, we we figured one out. Um, and then with the middle name, she's naming it after her mom. So we had like, we had a template at least for that one. But for the first name, we didn't have any, like, we need to name it after so-and-so or should we, it was just open book and, uh, it was a good time. Did you give each other like, like five vetoes on names when you went through these lists? Like, okay, you can get so many, you know, vetoes on it before you you came more. And also I know you don't want to give the name out, but can you at least give us maybe your favorite rejected name on your part by her? Uh, what a name that I wanted. She laughed at you. Yes. Oh, there was one that she, uh, what was it? There was one that I think I, or or Martha, Martha just got thrown back in my face. Like an Anthony (laughs) Davis layup. What's isn't Martha the the ghost of uh, the the haunted your old house? Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's great. Martha. What are you? 90. I like colonial. I like colonial, uh, like old, you know, English names, if you will. I see that. I can tell. <laughs> Martha's a pretty name. Uh, suck it. A, te- a texter says, "Trevor, other than smoking the Mary Jane, what do you do? What do you enjoy socially?" Uh, like, like instead of like socially smoking Mary Jane, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I guess I mean anything. I just like I'm hanging out. I mean, I don't drink, so just, just uh, you know, it's. Yeah, I, it's funny. I, I hate people, but I love gatherings. It's weird. Trevor was the life of the Big X Sports Radio party. He was in his element. He was wheeling, dealing, <laughs> kissing hands, shaking babies, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I was like Ric Flair out there. Mm-hmm. Or, or the Ric Flair wannabe from East End, Eastbound and Down. 
Woo! Yeah. <laughs> a texter says, my dad helped me change a tire today, and I'd say it's nice to know I understand how to do procedures for future reference. Do you guys know how to change a tire? I sure as heck don't. I don't. I That's why I got gold AAA, but texter. And I've had it since I was 16, and I always have it. That's my way of changing a tire. That's where I'm at, too, Trevor. I know how to change a tire, but I also have gold AAA, so I'm not changing my own tire. No, I I'd don't like to, know how to change a tire. I have no clue. <laughs> I'd like to think I could watch a YouTube video and do it in, like, in like an emergency pinch. But, yeah, just AAA is the way to go. Is there a anything text- in life you can't say we just watch a YouTube video for? I mean, it's anything in life now. Yeah, open heart surgery, brain surgery. Just give me the YouTube video real quick. A texter, 502-414-1450, says, Ha, Game of Thrones reference on the Patreon. Uh, They say a bad word about Louisville, and then this texter says a bad word about Indiana as well. It's a word that begins with the letter F. And then he says, a bunch of loser sheep. Sign up for the Patreon and find out what what the bleep I said. Yeah, that's that's the, the the Trevor was on the Patreon the other day. He still talks like a sailor when he's not on radio. So that's part of the Patreon perks. I don't even remember what the reference was. Who made the reference? You or me? Maybe I can't remember that. Uh-huh. Oh, I think it was. Who me. knows with us? With us, God knows. We we make them sub. We make them just nonchalantly without even realizing we do it sometimes. A texter says, Matt Jones is looking for people to fill in for him when he's gone. Need a KRC or KSR crossover. Uh, two years, two or three years ago, he he asked us uh, and then never followed up with a date. So nope. I, I don't I, I don't think he's going to – I don't think we're getting an invite. You got a mouse in your pocket? Because I didn't get that. I didn't get that text. It was collective. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't see. I technically, I guess, have been on KSR before, though. Oh, because when you called when you I, called Roush? No, I I did that. I I worked the board with back in the early days when the, even when Easy was on the board. We did a show right after KSR, and I'd be in there doing some of the board with him and uh, uh, Drew. What was Drew's last name? I can't remember his last name now. Not not the Drew that Franklin, another Drew that used to work the board uh, back there. But yeah, so I, technically, I guess I have been on KSR in the early days at one point. There you have it, buddy. You've you're on KSR. You did it. Uh, A texter says, don't know if it's been brought up already, but maybe this solves a little bit of the one-and-done problem. Maybe studs stick around for four years now. I don't think studs will, just because NBA franchise money is is too – too big but for like kind of your good college players that don't have the highest potential at the next level yeah hell yeah this could be huge for them i think football you're going to see especially again i emphasize the power five conferences and mostly the sec and the big 10 those two come to mind particularly you're going to see the depth on the football team start to really increase yeah because you're going to start being able to alabama can keep a you know a backup offensive guard by giving him a couple thousand dollars or whatever it is to do fine. He's not going to make because he's not going to get drafted yet. That, that's where it's going to be seen, especially, I think, eventually. Justin, what's going on over there, buddy? Yeah, he's just dropping and coming back. And- yeah, you got to Yeah, my bad. Sorry, buddy. Some, somebody sent a text from John today, but some, yesterday's text of his line, I noticed. Who gooped on that one? This, this was yesterday's text from John? Yeah. Yep, that's my bad, too. Jeez, Friday, huh? <laughs> I noticed it because I realized as soon as I read it, I was like, that's the one thing missed today. A texter says, give me your excuse for stopping the Trevor Patreon movie reviews. Uh, the endorsement money wasn't coming in. 
<laughs> that's, that's right. uh, I haven't actually. I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched a new movie in a while. I've been I've been slacking on the movies. There's nothing. I, I need recommendations. I need somebody to tell me what to watch. This is like the, my my Netflix, you know, shuffle plan. I don't want to pick it. I need somebody to tell me. Text me. You got something you want me to watch? You tell me a movie. I will watch it. And I'll give you a review. I promise. A texter says, uh, "Hookers, Trevor, not strippers." Nah, tomato, tomato. A texter says, John here. Good morning to all. Okay, good with the name, image, and likeness. If a guy or gal or whatever can make some money doing a commercial or by signing autographs, then so be it. Some of these guys need more money so they can buy some clothing or even send back home to their families or maybe less there they may be less fortunate i think this may help the athletes stay in school longer and even finish their degrees what companies do you guys think will be the first to jump to offer the athletes will it be like a smaller dealership or bigger companies well got to go talk to you later it'll be both john uh who gets in at first i'm not sure just probably whoever can to be honest with you uh but i also i wouldn't be surprised if you see some of the first companies getting in being companies that already have kind of good deals with athletic departments. So like Toyota is one I've mentioned for Kentucky, uh, yeah. FedEx for Memphis. Trevor mentioned that earlier. I don't um, be surprised. You don't be surprised when it's very familiar brands that are getting some of these four first endorsements, but I'm going to be interested to see if, you know, there's a competitive market for endorsements where you may have one company say, I listen, you're like, we're sponsoring you. And we'd prefer it if you didn't, sign on with anybody else that's going to be interesting to see so so many unknowns but uh it's, John, it's, it's here the best hint of this is just go look at whatever sponsors the basketball arena for that school that'll be i mean young brands ohio state i think is value city you got seats little caesar's pizza in michigan i mean you look, go look at the go look at the ones who sponsor the, the stadiums those will be the ones that are going to be right up front with some of the big money for the, the kids yep Okay. Uh, good. All all around good points. Oh, we had one more. Trevor, the producer, needs a producer. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Does that mean Justin needs a? I, I, I'm confused. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know how to take that either. Yeah. Either I, I'll just take it as a second to Justin. So yeah. Well, thanks. All right, everybody have a great weekend. We appreciate the text into the show. It's been a really fun week. The week flew by. It was good, good show week. Um, we appreciate everyone downloading the podcast too. That that's been that's been good as well. So uh, we're almost done with June, folks. And then you know you get through July, and then once you're in August, you're you're dreaming of football. We're almost there. We'll take it day by day. Everybody have a good weekend, Trevor. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Three man. straight days. You were only late one of them. I mean, that's pretty damn good, buddy. And I just realized with the long list of players Satterfield needs in the NIL coming through now, we can fill the roster, baby. Yes. 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 <laughs> you can go find those running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, left guard, right guard, tackle, make your defense come line, outside linebacker. UPS. That's <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Uh, Justin, you do a great job as well. Everybody have a good day, a good weekend at that. Be safe. We'll see you on Monday. Nick Roush will be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Trevor Kelsey, Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Monday.